We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, sir. We got Darius. I'm going to call him Shutdown Corner Slay. It's coming Ooh, to the building. Okay. Yes, sir. Former Detroit Lion, newly acquired cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles. We got Darius Slay in the building. Let's go. In the building. Free time pro bowler, first team all pro. And don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or we get your podcast. Yes, sir. And while you're subscribing, also subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tara Lawrence. If you want to see our beautiful faces, you want to see the video version of the audio that we're doing on Tuesdays. On Thursday, we release the video portion of it. YouTube.com slash Tara Lawrence. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yep, yep. This is T.O. in the building. We got yes, Darius Slay coming to the building yeah. today. Absolutely. Three time, we got three-time Pro Bowler, right? All pro, yep. newly of the Philadelphia Eagles. Pass, you know, said you had your uh, beginning of your career with the Detroit Lions. Got traded in, uh, in what, February it was this year, 2020. Yep. So uh, how did that whole process go? You know, did you, you weren't one of those guys to find out you got traded on, on ESPN on the ticker, was you? You know, your agent nah, called you ahead of time, right? <laughs> All right, did you just tell him, give me the money or I'm up out of this piece? I'm up out of here, man. Pay me or I'm up out of here. Show yeah, me the sound money. Sound about right. Sound about right. That's yeah. funny. Now, that, now that's, your, that's your big second deal, right? Uh, not. Well, that's my, yeah, that's my, well, I'm on my third deal. Yeah, third deal? my third okay. deal. Well, they, well, shoot. Well, first yeah. of all, let's say congratulations. Like I said, you know, I, you're one of the um, top corners in the game. I know a lot of people kind of disrespect you in, in, in your mm-hmm. eyes, as well as, you know, people who know they're playing, uh, that play this game. Um, you know, people like when they try to mention the top, you know, two corners or top three corners, your name doesn't come up a lot. Um, but you know, like I said, three Pro Bowls in a row, probably going for four. Now you're in a bigger market. You got a chance to make it to that Super Bowl this year, playing with the Eagles. Like, how's this? You know, are you are you kind of gearing towards like it's your time to shine right now? Well, shoot, I I, I think every time my time to shine. So shoot, uh, I approach the field the same way as if I was anybody else. If I was on the Eagles, Lions, any other team, I, yeah. I go out there to go out there, compete and uh and play my heart out. You know, so uh, but uh, yeah. I'm looking for a new chapter though, so I'm, I'm ready for it. All right, because I mean, like I said To was a was a big name in the league when he was with the 49ers, as you know. But yeah. when he went to Philly, he was like a rock star. Like feel like them Philly fans, it's a it's a total different market. Like if he went out there balling, oh, yeah. of course, 
you know, the numbers helped. But when he went from San Fran, which is a big market, to Philly, them Philly fans, they accepted them, they loved them. And I think, like I said, from, of course, you you were there, T, but I think from uh, from outside looking in, his status went, you know, from here all the way up to here because he was balling in Philly. Yeah. I heard about Philly, man. They said they wild here. The fans are crazy, man. They, they be on your head. Now they say, if you good, you good. But if you start sucking it up, they're going to let you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So uh, just to shed a little light about that, yeah, just uh, just as the hat said, I mean, obviously, like I said, you know, being, you know, kind of traded, you know, they tried to trade me to Baltimore, but I didn't, I wasn't really too keen on that, on that move. And so um, I ended up getting traded. Uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and obviously with my skill set, I just felt that I w- I was better suited for the offense for the team of the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Baltimore Ravens at that particular time. Um, at that particular time, they had a, a quarterback starting at the by the name of Cal Bowler, and so for me, I didn't feel like that was a great situation, great fit for me. And but Baltimore, right, right, yeah. So for you, you know, obviously coming over from the Detroit Lions, I think. Uh, it really, ever since I I was playing, Hatch was playing, and even after that, you guys haven't really, you know, well, I can't say you guys anymore, but your team, uh, that city hasn't really seemed to get over the hump. Obviously, Matthew Stafford there, obviously they had Calvin Johnson, a great receiver uh, in him. Um, he ended up retiring early, and even prior to that, they had Barry Sanders. What do you, what do you think it is that uh, about the Detroit Lions, the city or what have you, uh, that's that's unable to really get beyond, I guess, that stigma of being sort of like the whole, like back in the day, it used to be the Saints. You know what I mean? The Saints, Aints the Saints, and and yeah. just the, the being the bottom of the barrel. What is it What is it about Detroit that you feel in your assessment, your opinion, as to why they haven't been able to progress and get out of this mode of being like one of the worst teams in the league? Uh, mainly because, man, I think we have – we got bad timing down there for some reason. Uh, shoot, my 2014 year, we was the number t- number two defense behind uh, Seahawks, and we was a playoff team. Uh, but the fact that you know at that time, you know, the defense was kind of carrying the team a little bit, and uh, and Stafford wasn't Stafford he is today. So you know, if we had that Stafford that's playing like 2017, 18 mm. Stafford right now, we'd be a different mm-hmm. team. And you know, uh, yeah. so when so when the defense went away in 2014. Uh, next year, we lost Sue, you know. So it's like, um, my thing is, I just think the Lions don't never, I, I ain't gonna say they don't wanna win, but they don't know how to keep a, keep a whole solid team together, you know. So, as mm-hmm. in, you know, like how the Seahawks was. The Seahawks, you know, whatever it took to keep them, that back end together, they did it for the longest they can. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that was their strong suit. And, you know, at the time, my D line was our strong suit, and we ain't keep them boys together. You know, we let Sue go. We let Nick Fairley go, and um, and, and at that time it was kind of hard to try to try to replace them two guys because them boys were very dominant. And then uh, and, you know, so we're back in rebuilding character, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, every time it felt like we was in a rebuild mode, and um, I think that was different because every time we were losing the key thing and we're not keeping the whole the whole thing together, and um, yeah. so it's no getting no used to, it's no it's no figuring yeah. out, and uh, so. Yeah, man, that's what I feel like it was. Mostly it's just always been bad timing and not trying to keep the team together. Right. So now with the expectations, obviously you're going from that that situation, that market over to the Philadelphia market. Um, obviously, there's a big difference. 
Um, what, what, what are your expectations? I can tell you when I left San Francisco, and that's what I was alluding to earlier, when I left San Francisco going to the Philadelphia Eagles, I already knew kind of what they had in tow. When you thought, when, no, they had all these guys that, that were the nuclear, especially on the back end. They had Brian Dawkins um, right. up front. You know, they had Jeremiah Trotter. Uh, they had Hollis Thomas, Corey Simon, all these guys. So defensively, they were, they were intact. And so for me, I came over and just added uh, another explosive element to their offense with the quarterback in Donovan McNabb. They had uh, at, at running back, Correa Bur- Burkhalter, um, receivers. They had Todd Pinkston. So me coming over from San Francisco, obviously playing against them for, for a number of years, I knew that the expectations were really, really high. So you being who you are, obviously one, one of the top corners in the league, those expect, trust me, those, those fans, they know who you are. They, yeah, they, 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 they know. They've done that. They've done, <laughs> they've done their homework. So they're coming in, you going in there, they're, they're expecting big plays out of you. So going into – uh, this season, what are your personal goals, your expectations? Then you know, obviously, there are those team goals. What what do you expect? Because as Hatch alluded to, there's those fans. They're very passionate. There's very. like the there's the Eagles fans, the Dallas Cowboy fans. You have the Raiders fans. But I played with some of the top franchises in the league. There's nothing like those fans in Philadelphia. Oh, man. Believe me, I know. I know when I came here last year, boy, playing against them, they, they was not there snapping on me, you know, all kind of everything. But, uh, shoot, my expectation is to come in, man, fit in, and do what, do what I need to do, man. You know, give my all. I got to do every week, uh, play my hardest. You know, I don't put no uh, expectations on what kind of gear I'm going to have, you know. I'm going to be whatever the Lord bless me with, I'm going to be grateful for it. So, uh, but I know one thing they go get from me is a hardworking guy, and I gotta go go out there and compete. And I'm, you know, mm-hmm. well, they need me to do. Uh, I always been going against number ones. They need me to do that. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I travel, follow wherever they go. I can go. It don't matter. Uh, I'm just here for the job, man. I, and I love to compete, and I love to go against the best. So, uh, like I said, mm-hmm. whatever they need me to do, I'm ready, and I'm there ready to is. go. Sure. Well, speaking of you going up against ones, you know, this guy, this old man over here, just he always talking. Right. And he made a comment <laughs> last week. Oh, yeah. Before you I got like on. No, before you got on saying, you know, well, he thinks he Slay can have get some that success that, you, that he go work you. So Slay will get that, that that here, here's the situation, Slay. Slay will get right. Hold, hold on, T. Hold on now. So you got <laughs> you got you got the old number eighty one with the Eagles, Mister Owens. He put that jersey Ooh, on in that green, yeah. right? He got he got his he got let's say he got McNabb at quarterback. So he got somebody who can throw on the ball, and you go out there on the island. Out of ten reps, how many catches To get right now at forty six years old? Right now, right, right oh, now, man. right now. Right now, at forty-six year out of t- out of ten reps, how many catches you give him? If we in the field, he might catch three. Now red <laughs> okay. zone, red zone, I might give him maybe five, maybe, maybe. Okay, because you know okay. he's a big body. He he knows how to use the body. But okay, we got field. Uh uh-uh. uh. Three. T, how many? How many? You how many gonna have, have out of, out of ten? T, I'm 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 at least seventy to eighty percent. At least seventy. 80%. <laughs> At least seven eighty percent. Hey, hey, Slay, you hear this dude? You hear hey, this dude? Hey, he old hey. man. You got to treat him I, like an hey, old man, man Slay. Hey, hey, trust me. <laughs> hey, they all had that. They all had that mindset. That those ideas until they they see one thing on film, and then when it's in, when it's live, <laughs> it's a whole different animal. It's a, I'm a uh, whole different animal. 
they don't un they underestimate that speed because when you look at film, you're like, oh my God, okay, I can do this. Or they see a little tendency here and there. But I mix it up because, like I said, I know how defensive coordinators they game plan. And so me being the smart person I was, I knew that defensive backs, if I if I thought they were really, really smart, I knew that they were going to defensive game plan well because they look at little tendencies here and there. So again, every Every, every game is not the same. Like, every defensive back is not the same. And I'm sure he can attest to every receiver is not the same. So, right. again, it'll probably be, like I said, he, he plays me one time. I go against him one time. It'll be one way. Then, obviously, the second meeting will probably be a little bit different. He might need a little help. The well, we, we ain't, we ain't talking. We, no, we, first we're, all, we're, messing up. First we're not talking game time situation. We're talking one-on-one. -on -one. That's all. Oh, you got one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, that's, that's a wrap. You already know. You already know. Hey, you already know what it is. If I got you at quarterback, oh, that, I might take a couple of couple wow. catches away because he wow. can't really throw. But I give I give him a little, and trust me, I give him a little head nod here and there. He can throw that thing a little bit, but once that little pistol arm, little once I get once I get tired, I can't throw oh, no more slang. You know what I'm saying? I, but but the first half hour, I'll be I'll be slanging that thing. Oh yeah, he's slanging. Yeah, he's slanging about the first 30, 45 minutes. Anything after that, everything's uh, I'm, I'm noodle arm. I'm noodle. No nah, man, but uh, we I've been watching you, man. You're a great defensive back, man. I'm 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 disappointed because a lot of guys, when I hear about some of the top corners in the league, your name don't really come up. Is that because of you know, you're in Detroit, you're not really getting the notoriety, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Obviously, you're getting those personal goals with the accolades. Obviously, you're going, going to the Pro Bowls. Three straight Pro all Bowls. Pro. Yeah. yeah, you're all, you know, all pro. There's a lot of that. Again, is that because of the, the market that you were in? Got to be because uh, I'm my 2017 year. Uh, well, that's shoot, when you, I, led, you led the league in interception in 2017. Yeah, 17 and PBU. So I had double everybody in picks. Uh, hmm. double double PBUs, twenty six of them, eight picks, and wow. and still wasn't to call the name as like the best corner in the league two thousand. I said that's crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's a numbers game. This is a numbers game. I know it's speaking. I was doing what everybody else wanted to see. Mm -hmm. I was following the number ones. I was a, I was right. a travel corner. I was I was seeing the best every week, and I'm and I'm out here putting up numbers like that, and I ain't considered the best yet. Y'all got to stop mm, right. this, but uh, it just all I did is maybe it just maybe uh you know ground harder, man. You know, what I'm maybe you got hey, I, maybe maybe you got to talk a little more trash or something, man. Because that's what it looked like. Because I understand. <laughs> hey, like. Trust me, I'm not endorsing you to go out there and talk trash this year. I mean, you're gonna obviously, like I said, you're gonna have a lot of prime time games, especially being the Philadelphia Eagles. You're gonna get those yeah. matchups. Yeah. You're gonna get the, the you're gonna get the, the the prime time games, like I said. But sometimes, like I said, sometimes you gotta you know you gotta be a little mouthy, you know. Nah, ain't nothing wrong with that. You look at primetime Deion Sanders, you know what I mean? He had to do, he had to play with a little flair, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, but like I said, if you're not getting the proper recognition that you deserve, then you gotta maybe you gotta find a way to get it. Even when you talk about the top, you know, top hundred guys in the league, you're ranked like what I think what 83rd or something? Come on. So yeah, they yeah, pro pro football uh focus had you ranked as the 83rd at your position. But like I said, Dion, uh, Tyrone, Matt, uh, Matthew, they came out and kind of defended you or whatever. But right. that's kind of ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah, hey, whoever put that up there is ridiculous. That was crazy. Yeah, pro yeah football, Sometimes that job be that PFF be talking crazy. Sometimes I don't know what they right. be talking about. No, they yeah. need to be they watching a whole different game. In. 
Yeah, they're watching a whole different game. Yeah. So, so again, so take us back a little bit, though. Like I said, you're you're a second second round pick of the Detroit Lions, right? Second round. Mm-hmm. So, but take us back to again what happened what happened through your high school and college career. Um, you know, kind of those transition years of you becoming a <clears throat> corner because you played running back as well in high school. So, kind of right. take us through those transition years of you just becoming a corner um, throughout this process. Well, uh, I had a great high school coach. My high school coach had uh, came in my senior year. And uh, he changed me from running back to uh, receiver and uh, and corner. But I played receiver okay. a little bit when I was young still, but I, I was like mainly the running back. But mm-hmm. uh, so uh, he came in and told me already what kind of player I am. He, he kind of scouted me a little bit. He basically said, hey, man, you're a receiver or you're a DB. You want to be rich, though, go play DB. And I said, that's all I want to do. So I was playing offense just because of the fact that, you know, I was kind of skilled guy, faster than everybody. Not too much bigger than nobody, but faster for sure. Mm-hmm. And um and I played corner, so um you know he got there. I got my I got my first couple D one offers, and um and um and that was that was that of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, now where where did where did where were where were you trying to go when you left high school? Where did you want to go when you left high school? Well, I had uh I had offers from uh Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Troy, mm-hmm. and uh those are the ones I took visit to. So uh but um. Uh, I chose Mississippi State though out of high school, and um, mm-hmm. I felt like that's where that's was best fitted for me at. You know, far away from home, I ain't want to be close to home. I ain't even mm. put Georgia on there. They they recruited me and offered me, but I ain't want to go nowhere close to home. So mm. uh, I had uh, chose Mississippi State to go far away. So I won't be too encouraged to come back to the crib. So uh, right, yeah. yeah. And then um, shoot, I had to go to junior college, so I had to go mm-hmm. in Awamba. And um, that was Mississippi State placed me at right there in Mississippi, uh, at the one on Mississippi. Uh, mm-hmm. Played my years there, had a good years there. And um, shoot, got Mississippi State, did I did there, and um, now I'm, you know, to the league. All right. So again, I think we talk, we always talk a lot about this show, about, you know, these guys, again, they think a lot of the kids out there, like I have to go to Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State <laughs> just to go to the league. But again, like you said, you went to a junior college for a couple of years, then you went to Mississippi State. And you you ran a 10-9 in high school. It's not like you didn't have the physical talent, but again, your path was different. On different. again, just not I'm not just ready for the NFL tomorrow. It's not just an easy uh linear path to the NFL, right? There's gonna be some steps and movement you're gonna have to go through uh, for this process. Oh yeah, a lot of steps, man. It was rough, you know. Shoot. I yeah. didn't even get I didn't even get to uh Mississippi State until the uh to the spring. Wow. So because yeah, you know the it was hard for them grades was a like, hey, that thing was difficult, man. Yeah. Studying, I'm like, man, look at it. <laughs> all this. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Hey, you know. So when I got there, I got there, but uh, it was very late. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, like I said, man, like my path was different, man. Don't make it. Everybody trying to go, you know, D one, D one. They feel like they'll fail if they go D one. I said, if you don't, if if you've been in the league long enough, go figure out a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of men went the, went the JUCO route, you know. Absolutely. So, uh, and uh, and and that's in the trenches. We call it the trenches when we're in the league right now. They like, man, I've been through them trenches. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's rough. You know, food bad. Uh, you know, yeah, but but it humble you, man, when you get there. So it makes you you work at that hard. That's why I got that mentality now to work hard, man. Because you know, mm-hmm. I felt like I took a hard path and I need to get there. And uh, right now I'm at the top. I want to make it easy for myself, so I still try to make it hard as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I guess that's the what you're going through now. Again, the transition from the Eagles to, I mean, from Detroit to the Eagles is 
that's not a harder transition than your, your JUCO days. You know what I'm no. saying? It's just not, you know, like it's people on the outside, like, oh, can he go to Philly and can he do, I'm like, well, that's easy. Like I've been, you know, yeah. not eating and going out and practicing for four hours. Like that's the, that's the real struggle in, in right. you know, college days. I'm telling you, go out there. Hey boy, college bus, they just speed us too much though. Uh, leaders to make me feel fat. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be feeding you down you, there in college, definitely Mississippi. In the sip. Now you were down there with uh, what, the Shea Towns was your DB coach? Oh, yeah. Well, see, you were my DB coach at the time, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know I Shea Smith, but I know, but Towns, my dude, now. Nah, yeah. Nah, he cool people, man. Yeah. He with the he Bears cool now. People. He with the Bears yeah. now. So you yeah, see I know. Yeah. I see him all the time. So that's what's up. So cool. So, okay, so from there again, so you left Mississippi State, you got to Detroit. Um, again, that process of how from college to um, NFL, how was that? Like I say, because I know you were talking about, like I say, T's a big receiver. I'm, I was a big receiver, you know, 6'3". Um, yeah. Receivers, like those are big dudes. So what was it like your first time seeing some of these big NFL receivers? Yeah, what a yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. What was that transition like? Because I think we all, like I said, going from college, going into to the pros, there's a lot we don't we don't know. There's a lot of kind of uncertainties. And then obviously the game is predicated on speed. I wasn't, I said, of all of us, you know, on the screen right here, I'm sure I was probably the slowest, um, you know, Absolutely uh, coming, out of, was. coming out of college, <laughs> you know, going in and prove, hey, I, that's one thing I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you nothing but the truth. I'm a realist. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was one of the things for me that I had to adjust to was the speed of the game. So obviously you being one of the top corners in the league, obviously, like I said, when you're, when you have that speed and obviously, like I said, we've done some homework on you, obviously you're, you're you know, when they assess your skill set, everybody say you're really smooth with your swivel of your hips. You know what I mean? You can, you yep. can move, uh, you know, just as quick, you know, uh, turning your hips as somebody going, you know, straight backwards. However, I mean, your hips are real, real, real nice. You transition with any receiver. Um, what is that? What was that like going from like a small school, then obviously going to, you know, Mississippi State, that that bit of a that talent and then obviously now you're going from really uh the division one level now you're going to to compete against some of the best of the best how was that transition for you uh it was it was it was smooth for me from uh from from juco to uh to the sec because uh i got there man i was kind of like man this is what the you know d1 is this is it's kind of easy you know <laughs> right and you know, nice. I ain't trying to be cut like I was crazy. Like I was like I pretty much kind of gifted, man, being fast, and that's what it was. My athletic ability was like real skyrocketing. I had like, and um, and I only did only played one year at Mississippi State, uh, right. and, and mm -hmm. came out the next year. Yeah. So uh, came down to Mississippi State and um, played the SEC in picks, and and, and went and went and uh, went second round. You know, so uh, uh. It was kind of smooth, but then when I got to the league, the thing would be was well, me coming against going against Calvin every day. Uh, yeah, that that, you know, that wasn't no easy task. That was that was me. <laughs> uh, my whole rookie year, uh, I didn't knock the ball down from uh, not one day in practice, and that and they had mm. me following him everywhere, everywhere he went. I had to go if it was any kind of man call, and and it was like crazy, you know. He was almost a conflict shutter. He was kind of like that torturing me. And you know, right. and he an old quiet guy too. And one of them guys that don't talk mess, he just like beat you up out here. And, you know, <laughs> did that, <laughs> did that make you mad? Because like I said, sometimes I know as a yeah. you want you want people to kind of talk trash, but then there's those ones that are just really silent. 
they make you even even angrier. Yeah, okay, the violent killer. You're trying to do something to get 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 a little rise out of him. But yeah, I know Calvin too. Like yeah, he's one of those quiet guys, very humble. And humble I'm sure, dude. obviously, yeah. So I'm sure from what I've gathered, you know. Go, especially when I went from San Francisco to Philly and then talking to some of the DBs when, when I went over there, they said I presented a challenge, not when I just played against them, but when I practiced against them every day, it almost said that I, I made them better to where games were right. that much easier. Much easier. Is, that, is that the same same assessment? You know, that time, getting- I, I got to give him all my credit for who I am today because I'm telling you, every day, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a dog fight with him every day. And um. Mm-hmm. I ain't knocked no ball down to him to the whole to the second year, and that's when I got confident. When I started knocking the balls down, my confidence got more more crazy. Uh, and I'm, and you know, with me going against him, I'm going against Calvin Johnson every day, one of the greatest. And yeah. everybody else could become easy. And you know, and what was difficult for me was like people don't understand, but what was hard for me was the uh, the ball adjusting because uh, the ball ain't had no stripe on it, and the stripe was so easy to see in college. That I know, mm. I know when to jump. I know when to knock it down. I know, <laughs> right. I know close. And now the fact wow. that this stripe gone when I got to the lead, <laughs> I was too scared to even like to pick it because I was like, I don't know if I'm far enough from it. I don't wow, know if right. it's too close. And so that's why I have a lot of PBU, you know, because I was kind of like, if it wasn't guaranteed pick, I was like, man, I didn't tempt this because like I don't know, I ain't want to mess up. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I just yeah. knock it down, and, you know. Right. Wow, I, right. I, you know, the game got slower. I understood the game. Understood the ball. The ball, how the velocity of the ball and all that kind of stuff. But when you see that deep ball, you got the joker throwing fade balls and you looking <laughs> and you can't find it in that light and that thing yeah. goes in your face. So I just was just swipe. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. it's just swiping at anything I'm out there. Swipe left, swipe move. left. <laughs> well, I mean, I even just it. listening, man, even That's listening funny. to you describe, you know, how you are very attentive. Right. That just shows me that your attention to detail, very cerebral. As a defensive back, I mean, you're almost like a quarterback back there, but you're playing, you're playing yeah. DB, you're playing cornerback, and you know, really picking up on some of those tendencies and those little small intricacies of the game. Like I said, I've never heard uh, talk to a DB that described it like that and understood and, and and saw that transition going from college to the pros. Talking about, you know, they paid attention to the stripes. The Obviously, we know it's on there, but yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's that's a that's a great detail to your game, and let let everybody know that's listening that you're not just your average corner. You're one of those top guys, and it's very unfortunate that they don't give you the credit that 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 you deserve. But we're gonna pump you up right here on get the popcorn ready. There it is, uh, myself and Hatch, man. We're gonna give you your just due. Yeah, this is we're talking to Darius Slay, uh, newly acquired cornerback with the Philadelphia Eagles. We're looking for some great big things from him. Uh, man, yes, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, just keep yeah, doing your yeah. thing, man. But I like those details to everybody that's listening, yeah. especially you know your moms and dads and granddads and aunts and uncles out there listening. You know, you heard it from one of the greatest corners, you know, today. Like you heard what I said, one of the greatest corners back today. today and Darius Slade, yep. listening to him talk about those details of transitioning from high school to college. You know, you with the JUCO, obviously had you know no path is is, is the same. And we have one of the guys here today. We are greatly appreciative of what you yeah. have brought with your knowledge today, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. And let's appreciate take, y'all having me. Yeah, man. Give it. Give us a little bit of, a, um, again, from your first, second year, like you said, that was the physical stuff. Like I said, covering Calvin definitely helps you, you know, tremendously over time. But give us kind of like the, the mental approach as well. Like how much film do you watch now compared to when you were watching your first and second year in the league? 
okay, well, uh, my first cup, my first two years in the league, uh, I was like trying to study everything, and mm-hmm. and so uh, my real most of my first year, so I just because I just wanted to be right, you know, I'm in the professional league, you know, they took a chance on me because uh, you know, I had I had one year SEC on my belt, and you know, so I ain't want to mess, I want to be that guy not to mess up because I knew a lot of guys depending on me. So uh, my first year, man, I was just studying, studying, you know, and um. And it, 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 I have a great first year because I was hurt a lot, a lot. And um, but uh, Rasheen Mathis, man, uh, the OG from uh, my OG at corner, you know, yeah. uh, one of my one of my biggest influence, him and him and Glover Quinn. And uh, so uh, after my first year, it was rough, man, because I was like I said, I was studying so much. Now it was it was like it wasn't helping. So mm-hmm. uh, I set my second year down. I set my year down. I uh, went to Sheen Mathis. Machine taught me how to watch film. You know, mm-hmm. all over again, and he basically broke it down as in like Slade going there with game plan with two, two, maybe three formations, and that's it. Because as a rookie, I was anything he did in two by two, I said it out loud. Three by three, I mean three by one. You mm-hmm. know, backside tight end. You know, I had so many formations in my head that it was slowing me down because I'm trying yeah. to look on the other side, be like, hey, what's over there? Confusing up? yourself, confusing myself, <laughs> slowing the game down myself. Me. You know? Right. <laughs> so saying like Slate, you're not gonna stop everything, you know. You ain't gonna stop it like that. So he had broken down how to watch film. So now I go into the game plan with two, maybe two formations. And, I, and if I see that formation, I'm stealing it. That's what I'm going mm-hmm. to go get. You know, anything mm-hmm. else, I just play ball and and compete. And um he, he taught me the more you play, the longer you play, the more you start understanding formations without even studying them. And yep. I'm to the point now that, you know, I see this type of pattern. <laughs> Without even studying it, I'm just gonna do it because the foot, the game ain't no different than the 1950s. Except for we just polish it up the routes. You yeah. know, more athletic guys doing the routes. Right? Yeah. And, you know, so, um, and I started realizing that, trusting that, and then uh, that's when my game started elevating every day. Yeah, hats played in the 1950s. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew exactly. You, you he, older? He's running that, talk, he uh, running that you, same simple hit, hit flat. Yeah. Hey, yeah, this exactly, is this yeah. this dude is, is older than me. How he gonna talk? You older than me, dog? What hey, you talking about? You look older than me, and you move Shoot, older. You than your mind. <laughs> my, my, I definitely move older, dog. Yeah, I can't. I, hey, like I said, his body's from the 1950s. My, I got a my hip. My hip is from the 1950s. Absolutely. No. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's, yeah. all, that's all good. So again, you know what's you know what's funny? Because again, I always talk about the um the wide receiver DB relationship. I think there's just nothing like it in sports because most of like a lot of my good friends in the league were always like a DB for some odd reason. But on the field, like I could not stand a corner. Like I said, I can talk to you right now, but if we were like to go out and work out, like T would know. We go out and work out and you on the other side, we, the 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 feeling, the emotion automatically starts, I've got to kill this dude. You know what I'm saying? But it's like that wide receiver DB relationship is, is just funny because we we all good off of respect, off the field, but between them white lines, it's just, you know, I can't I can't stand you. I hate everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah, like I can, that. I like it. I like all the receivers here. I don't got no only person I didn't like at one time was Dez Bryant, but we cool now though. That's the only one. <laughs> he, he got I ain't never heard nobody don't shut up a whole game in my life. Like he I said, bro, there's no way you got this much energy to keep talking to me, bro. So he like, would just talk the whole game, huh? Well, he the clearly whole game. wasn't doing doing that. He was doing a whole lot of talking. Huh? I said he couldn't have been doing too much if he was doing all that talking. <laughs> he wasn't doing nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like we were in the we was in the playoff against Dallas. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm over it. And, you know, he ain't got hurt the second play of the game. So I had to go follow dad. This is my, this is my star following receivers because uh, when she got down. So yeah, that's when this is the game that kind of sort of like put me out there like that. So I went to clamping them up, but he just was like, they just ain't throwing me the ball. F nigga like this, that, that, that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, God, I ain't even saying that to him. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to just go out there, chill, coast, play ball, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, so, uh, you know, the one time he got under my skin, right? Cause he said, he like, don't think I don't think I forgot who you is, number 30. I remember you was 30. And he had marks me in the back of the end zone back with the helmet with the ball one hand. Oh, yeah. He said, you still, you still number you. 30? I said, <laughs> <laughs> he brought you back. He brought you back. Oh, yeah, he got me under my skin. He said, that number ain't changed who you is. I said, Ooh. Ooh. I got hot. So uh they gave me, hey, they gave me one calls uh that you uh little cover two call. And I was like, ooh, this is my chance right here. I got to sit there with top of another. Bam, his ass. Man, he came to the line of scrimmage and thought and started dancing. I just jumped up there, smacked him. Wow. <laughs> right? He got hot. He was like, he started kind of like, you know, he got real hot. Then that's when he started spitting and stuff. Me and him got into it real bad. He got mad. So he got, he got a little aggressive, huh? Yeah, yeah, I had to take my chances and cover two, too. I said, man, this is yeah. my time. This is my time. Yeah, and, I, and, and I, I like the way you describe that too, because now that, that allows people, especially DBs that are listening, especially young kids, like I said, especially the dads that 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 are trying to groom their kids, obviously to mm-hmm. play receiver, DB. Like you said, when you understand concepts, you're more comfortable and more confident in what you can do and what you can't do. So right. as mm-hmm. you described, you just said it yourself. Cover two. Cover two, you yeah. got help over top. So you can you chance. can do what you want. You can take some chances here, knowing that okay, if I miss, I still got yeah, hip over the top. But that's one of those things, like I said, you being very, very knowledgeable, very cerebral. And like I said, whether it was formation or not, you knew that your back end had your had your back, man. So that's right. like I said, we're, you're constantly shedding knowledge and sharing knowledge with not only myself. Uh, Hatch and just the audience that's listening. And speaking of like these competitive like receivers, um, as you said, Dez is probably like the one that kind of got under your skin a bit. Yeah, he got me. Dez, Dez, at one point he was considered one of the top receivers in the league. Who are some of your your tough competitors or your nemesis? Yeah, uh, in, today, <laughs> in today's game because there's a number. You got Michael Thomas. You got. OBJ, Julio, you got, yeah. you got Julio, you got a number of guys, you know, that are out there, like I said, that can stretch the field, can run all the routes uh, in the route tree. Who is some of the best, like you said, your nemesis, your best competition out there? My best competition I have for, for sure is uh, Devontae Adams, for sure. Oh, you know, I, saw, yeah, I, saw him, I see him twice a year, and, um, and and he was freaky, freaky, off the line of scrimmage, you know, great routes, you know, uh, but the best in the game is by far as Julio, you know. There it is. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Uh, I never felt a. I never had. I had the safety. My safety told me like the difference between him, him, Hawk, and Mike Thomas, and he made a perfect example because uh, at safety, if you back there at safety with him, with Julio, and you see him running at you, you feel his presence on the field like. 
I gotta, I gotta get on my back. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get up out of there. I gotta get up and run because if, if I don't, he's gonna run past me. Mm-hmm. And, and guys, like you know, I'm not saying they're not taking their credibility away, you know, from Mike Thomas and uh right. and uh and DeAndre Hops. though. But right. but you feel you you when you when they run in the go route, you don't feel that as a safety on your pressure. You know, you don't oh, feel yeah. that. You there's don't a feel difference that. in that, bro. Yeah. Let us say there's speed. a difference in speed. You know, like yeah, yeah. Said. You know what I'm saying? You don't feel their presence. You'd be like, okay, he out there, but you know, he. King, you know, but uh, you know, they still great receivers, but it's just the fact that that will separate Julio. But the fact that when he running at you and then he just stop on the on the dime in front of you, like, uh, <laughs> but you don't, but you don't got scared because the fact that he done fight on red by you already twice. Hey, you got <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's, a it's like it's like a difference in, in, in cars. You got your Lamborghinis, you got your Corvettes, right? You, mm. you got your uh, your. your what 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 some of these fast cars? Your Porsche. You got a Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. You got all that. Yeah, you Ferrari. Got <laughs> hey, that's, a, hey, that's a lot different under these goods. That horsepower is a little bit different, yeah. if you will. So yeah, that, right. I, I worked out I worked out with Julio a couple of summers ago, man. And, uh, this guy boy, man, this guy right here, he got an engine, boy. I'm talking about I'm Ooh, telling you. Every play. Every play. You feel it. You're gonna feel it every play. Yeah, very explosive, man. Well, shoot, like I said, you know, on this show, we always gotta, we always gotta talk about top five, and um, you know, you're a corner. You, you seem like you studied the game, you studied the past game and the present, of course. But give us your top five all-time corners. We go put you on the spot. I want to, I want to see what you, I wanna, you can put yourself in there, and as a I corner. As a corner, if you want, you can put yourself in there. But again, I want to. I want to hear your top five corners all time. And you say you can't be wrong because this, this is your opinion. Yeah, this yeah. is your. Hey, yeah, everybody's hey, entitled. Hey, but of course, you know, of course, prime. You yeah. know, that's everybody. You know, but um, I'm a big Rod fan. Rod Wood. Oh, yeah, Rod Woodson. You know, Absolutely. that's my set. Right. That's my number two. That's number two. Pittsburgh. Uh, he he could be he could easily be number one. You know, but you know, uh, I see it as just the go. You know, I see it as in Dion one really kind of identified the, the corner position. You know, mm-hmm. just like Jordan identified the shoot guard position. Right, right. There it is. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, uh, my third one. Woo, I'm, I'm going troll. See wood. Okay. I go see wood, man. The third okay. That's okay. where I go at. And you know, then um, then you know, you got to, then I go uh I either go champ. Mm, this word gets I, difficult. Yeah, it's like a gift right. I go to I go with champ right now. Okay, sure. okay. Uh, he from the he from where man, I'm from. That's a Georgia boy. Yeah, that's a Georgia. Okay. Yeah, he from where I'm from, man. He down the road from me, man. That's all we knew. All the Bailey boys. You know, if you ain't talking football, you ain't talking about the ba- you talking about the Baileys for sure. Wow. Okay. okay. So you got yeah, you got yeah, Prime. So who's your last your Wood, last one? C Wood, and and then Charles Woodson, then Champ Bailey, Champ Bailey. So now, now you're gonna have to it's gonna be between like a Revis. Some, it's it's Reeve, the best Reeve, man. I, 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 call me, I, I say the Reeve, the best man corner I ever seen. My eyes personally. You know, okay, okay, uh, okay, Reeve. I think nobody, I think nobody never did what he did yet. And I still as in just man pressing in this generation, this type of game, this game here, guys are too athletic and he and he done had a lot of Zero mm-hmm. man's out there going crazy. So I give Reeve five. Then then Sherman. Oh. 
Then, then okay, Sherm, okay. So Sher, yeah, Sherm is five and a half. Okay, so T, this is for you then. So, so of course, you being a Jordan fan, it sounds like you watched the, the documentary, right? You watched the doc on the Bulls, right, Slay? Yep. So you remember when Mike uh, when Mike looked at the um, at the iPad when they're talking about Gary Payton, and he just started laughing. He said, I ain't got no problem with the glove, right? <laughs> so T, T, off of this list, who do you have no problem with? If you if they're out of this list of five, who do you have no problem with? Right, Dion, Rob Woodson, Charles Woodson, Champ Bailey, Darrell Dar- Remus. Who who you have no problem with out of off this list? You talking about just my opinion? Who for, who for you? Who do you have no problem? Like I said, if you was going up one on one against one of these five, who you got no problem with? You got to pick one of the five. The e- about the easiest or the hardest? The easiest for you to, to beat. Oh, the easiest? Oh, man. Like you said, like like Mike said, he just laughed at I ain't got no problem with the glove. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I, I I probably had to say uh, C. Wood. C. Wood. Like, I, 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 gave, I gave him the business. When he, okay. When he came, <laughs> okay. When, when he came, no, no. You can check, you can check my stats. Check my stats against him. When he came to San Fran, I had like 12 for 190 something. I Oof. went to, uh, then I went to, uh, then I went to, went to Oakland and I had like 12 for 190 something. Like Oof. I went to work, trust me. Eat Go look at, <laughs> say, like you said, trust I got no problem with the glove. It was, bro, <laughs> trust me. And it, what it was is just like he said, like for me, it was motivation because like mm-hmm. I knew coming from a small school and like you yeah. know, playing in San Fran, I played under, really kind of played under Jerry and JJ and I had to make a name for myself. So as I became a household name, he was a Heisman winner. Right. right. So then, like I said, I knew like, I mean, I watched him. I saw him, you know, play Michigan, Rose Bowl, you know, he had the rose in his mouth, all this, (laughs) you know, the the, the pregame leading up to that week, you know, they got the pregame matchup, this and that. And so it was me and him. So for me personally, like I said, I didn't really say a whole lot. I just went out there and just did my thing. At the end of the day, check my stats, check that box. Boy, I went check to check that box. <laughs> nigga, I clown. I love I knew what I had to bring because Charles is such a great corner. So I knew I had to bring that work with him, work with him every, every, every play. You know what I mean? Because I knew, like I said, when you give somebody like that an inch, you know, you give them a little confidence. Then, like I said, they're gonna try to take you out your game. So I just with that pressure. I tried to apply that pressure in the run game as well as the pass game. Even like I said, I try to keep everybody, keep the DBs on their toes. Even when I'm, even if it's the run play, I'm not gonna give you any tips that I'm like, oh, I'm taking some plays off. Anybody that played against me, they'll tell you I'm playing 100 pretty much. If I if I can breathe, I can play. I'm gonna go hard the entire game. Absolutely. <laughs> who, who you got there with your sleigh? Who you got there? Oh, baby girl, man. Yeah, no, so that's the one. Uh, I know I saw you at the airport one time. Was was was, was it her? Yeah, uh, yep. Baby yeah. girl. What's what's yeah. her name? Yeah, Desiree. What's up, Desiree? Yeah, How yeah, you doing? She just got. Hi, Desiree. So floaty, she can't get in the pool. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that's what's there, up, there. man. But yeah, no, sleigh. We appreciate. you. You're coming on, man. Like I said, showing us some love. Like I said, talk a little football with you, man. Do your thing this season. We definitely try to get you up in there, that top three in the corners in the game, baby. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. No all doubt, man. All the best, man. Hey, yes, sir. You know, hey, hey, get them fans. Hey, they're going to be ready. Hey, you said you they blue collar. They're going to be ready. You hard working. <laughs> trust me. You get on the right side of them, boy, you good to go. 
Hey, I'm gonna be on the right side. That's all I know. There no it doubt. is. Get your popcorn ready. To get Darius Slay in the building. Holla at you. Peace. All right, now. All right, boy. Okay, we got Darius Slay coming to the building. Newly acquired cornerback mm-hmm. for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm looking forward to talk to this guy. Yep, three-time Pro Bowler. Uh, was a first-team All-Pro. 2017 led the NFL in interceptions and PBUs. But for some odd reason. This dude is not mentioned when we're talking about the top two or three corners in the game. So him going to Philly this year, I think he's going to be on a bigger stage. He's going to have a lot more, again, bigger games. I think you got, you got those, you know, Cowboy Eagles games. You got the Redskin Eagles games. I think a couple Sunday night, Monday night games like the Eagles always have. So I think him p- playing in a bigger market, and he plays well this year, I think he'll definitely start being – considered up there with the top, you know, two or three corners in the game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you have pro football talk. Obviously, they have their list of uh, Mm. top 100 guys uh, in the league today, and he's ranked like number 80. He's ranked 83rd. Um, I think that's That's horrible. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This guy led the leagues and and picks PBUs. Um, Obviously, I think a lot of that is tributed to his ranking is because of uh, the market that he's in, the Detroit uh, Detroit Lions playing for a team that, you know, they have high hopes every year, um, mm-hmm. but never can get over the hump. There's, they remind me of the, of the Dallas Cowboys. There's always so much hype around them or so much potential, potential. that they can't, can't have. Fulfill. Yeah, and they just never uh, can get over the hump. So uh, this year, hey, uh, he's going to be on a great team uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, you got a great quarterback in Carson Wentz. Uh, they have some defensive pieces over there. Yeah, uh, he's only going to add to uh, that defensive pressure that the, that they got back there on that backside. There it is. Coming up next, Darius Slay on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast, and don't just forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app wherever you get your podcast. Yes, sir, and definitely tune in to uh, my YouTube channel. If you want to see the video version of this? Obviously, you guys are listening to you know the great voices of the Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast with my boy Hatch and myself. Uh, but definitely go to YouTube, subscribe to my channel, and hey. You get to see us live, in color, beautiful. That's in me. full effect. Uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, I'm, you know what? After talking to Darius, after I think I'm gonna put him in the top top three. I'm gonna put him at like three, three, three and a half right now. Like you know, he's gonna go out. I think he's gonna have a great season this year in Philly. Uh, I think after playing 16 games, and I think there'll be a playoff team this year. I think people will start recognizing the talent that he's bringing to the table. Uh, playing against again, you got some. some you got Mari going to see in Dallas, you know, that one game. You got some, uh, you got your boy Shepard in, in New York. You got to see him twice a year. Um, so I think, again, him will have a good season this year. And I think he'll probably end up being considered in those top two, three, three and a half conversations of the top corner in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he definitely is going from local news to national news. When you talk about different markets, uh, you think mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, playing in Philadelphia, obviously playing in some of the primetime games. Um, obviously, uh, they're what two years removed from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, there's a lot of expectations there in Philadelphia. Um, they got Deshaun Jackson uh, coming back; he's healthy. That's right. Um, they have some great additions uh, with with some, a couple of draft picks and Jalen Hurts. Um, so mm-hmm. they, they, they the cameras, uh, uh, the media attention will be there. And like I said, with with him coming over, a uh, great addition uh, to their corner cornerback position. Um, like I said, he's going to be ready to perform. If not, he will hear about it. That's for sure. <laughs> he going to hear about it from them Philly fans. You no know what's doubt. funny? When I was a free agent 
in 2001. I visited, I think the first time I visited was the Dolphins. And then I visited the Eagles. And then I visited the Jets, I think. If I would have signed with the Eagles, I could have maybe been your teammate, buddy. Yeah. I, if I would have signed with them in like 2001 or 2002, I could have, I would have been there when you got to Philly. You know yeah. what? I would I would have been wearing 81, though, and you would have had to get another number. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, what they would have done, they would have cut you. They would have cut you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, yeah, that, that's going to be good. Darius going to Philly this year. He'll be he'll have a ball. So uh, let's go uh, three things, our uh, three and out segment. We'll take three things away from the show. Um, I think number one for me, I think when uh, he's talking about his transition, when he was going from uh, college to the um, uh, NFL, talking about the stripes on the ball, how that little thing that people just think it's no big deal, it's just a football, we catch the same ball, but his eye discipline he had to have in order to, you know, not look for the stripe on the ball, to, but still get uh, picks and PBUs in the NFL. Yeah, man, I, man, that, that was really interesting just to hear like I said, how smart he is, you know, just mm-hmm. to, to have that wherewithal and this uh, attention to detail um, yeah. to, to, to his game. Yeah. What was the other one we, we talked about? The other uh, one was, then uh, the, uh, when he, um, and the second uh, one I think was learning to uh, watch film Rasheed, all over Rasheed, again. Rasheed right, Mathis. Uh, Rasheed yeah, Mathis, yeah. Yep, corner just, for the just, Lions. Right, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, honestly, like the, I, think, I think that's where a guy – understands that he's not as good or as great as he really is. When you mm-hmm. can take some steps back and listen mm-hmm. to a veteran, uh, listen to somebody that has been there before you. Um, obviously, he had basically, like you said, he was studying film and he wasn't getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, to then reach out or have a veteran, you know, see that he may have been struggling and see he wasn't getting results that, that he needed. Just to go in and take that extra time, it says a lot about, the veteran uh, uh, in, in Rasheen Mathis. But then it, it shows, it, it says a lot about, you know, Darius Slay as well to be receptive, to understand that, okay, I don't know it all. I'm having, I'm, I'm struggling here and there in order to get to where I need to be. These are some of the things that I need to, you know, uh, uh, try to hone in and pay a close, more close attention to, and especially the details. And so it, it, it was a, a very unique, um, you know, understanding from him that I was like, okay, let me, let me figure out how to better my game because what I'm doing is not working. So obviously to have Rasheen come in and basically kind of reteach him how to uh, see watch film and watch film. It's, yeah, yeah, really amazing. Yeah, that's it's. Um, I think that kind of tells on really where his career was going to go. Uh, if you take, um, again, our third thing uh, for me was him being humble enough to admit, like I said, when he was going up against Calvin Johnson, right? The great Calvin Johnson. For him to not be able to knock down a pass in a whole year, it's like, that's like people don't understand. Like most professional athletes would start to doubt themselves, right? They would start to like, maybe I'm not that good. Maybe I, I'm not ready for this league. Maybe I'm trash. And they would, and a lot, you'd be, fun, be surprised that a lot of guys never recover from that. Like they don't have the confidence to say, um, I know I'm going through this right now, but in a couple uh, months or maybe this time next year, I'll be better and to go through that process and accept it. And that's what he did. Cause he said the second year he started knocking down passes that were, um, that were going to be thrown to Calvin Johnson. So I think that's a great, uh, you know, I guess a great example of even when you're a professional athlete, don't get discouraged, right? You're going to have to fight through some, some hard times and you're not going to have success, especially early in your career. Yeah. I mean, I went through some of the same things as a receiver trying to understand how to get off bump and run. Um, mm-hmm. Guys saw that there was weaknesses in my game. Free access, I was good. But then 
every day, you know, when we kind of switched up, we did one-on-ones, we had to do bump and run. That was mm-hmm. where I, it was tough for me to get off the ball. And so those are some of the things I had to work on. So obviously, mm-hmm. like I said, those guys re- making me realize that I needed to work on my game, it elevated my game at the same time. And that's if you're going to practice on anything, practice is where to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Over and over again. But yeah, yeah. so man, thank you, Darius Slay, for coming on the show, right? Philadelphia Eagles, new acquired corner, three-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro. NFL, NFL interceptions leader in 2017. Go do your thing, young fella. Philly, go love you, baby. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in to Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. Yes, sir. And when you see us on Instagram, you see us on the live, you see us on IG. Yeah, no doubt. Be sure to subscribe, swipe up, and share because sharing is caring. You know how it is. It is. Peace. Peace.